You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. On this episode, Dan Monk's our guest, the do's and don'ts of residential renovations. The cost of work here in 2024. How to find that right contractor. And the red flags to avoid in your next home improvement project. We're going to get uh, Dan Monk here on the line, and I think that we have him on. Dan, are you with us? Yes, yes I am. How you doing? We're doing well, Dan. Uh, by way of introduction, why don't you let everybody know what you're all about? Oh, gosh. Uh, my name's Dan Monk. I'm uh, owner of Monk Renovations, and we focus on residential renovations here in uh, the Halifax area. Yeah, and you, uh, you've you got uh, some, uh, uh, what I would say, qualifications and credentials that go above and beyond <laughs> what uh, most uh, uh, contractors have, not to not to put you above the rest, but uh, you're an engineer, you're a Red Seal carpenter, uh, and uh, you take it, uh, you take the job very seriously, obviously. You guys can, you guys can get it done. Yeah, there's not much we can't take on, Todd. Uh, um, thanks for introducing the credentials. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a rare breed. Uh not too many uh, civil engineers out there who are also Red Seal carpenters. So one side of my collar is blue and the other side is white. Got it. Love it. <laughs> now, now, Dan, uh, as you know, February is the month of love. And, you know, we talk about buying homes. We talk about selling homes. We talk about mortgage financing here on our show. But there's so many existing homeowners that just don't love their home for one reason or another. We'd love to hear from you. Like, what are some of the trends in renovations right now, and that you know, really, people can do to start loving their home? Oh gosh, when you talk about loving your home, it, number one, number two is bathrooms and kitchens. Hmm. Um, they are the most utilized uh, parts of the home. Everybody knows of the the maritime kitchen parties and the social life that surrounds a kitchen in Nova Scotia. Well, they do get wore out as well from all that activity and busy families. Same with the bathrooms. You know, they're a high traffic, high moisture area, and they they get wore out. They get dated. And uh, those are our number one and number two most popular renovations. Um, but on another note, what has been happening with the housing crisis uh, uh, in Halifax and across the country um, We've been noticing a lot more people starting to look at underutilized spaces like bath, uh, basement renovations um, to create um, other rental units or in-law suites for either adult uh, children who are choosing to live at home, maybe save some money to, to save up for a home of their own, um, or maybe it's uh, elderly parents who are moving in with their children to uh for safety and security. What type of, uh, when we're talking, uh, we, we know the price of everything's gone up, Dan, gone through the roof exponentially, the prices of construction goods. How is it uh, putting putting renovations together within a budget with all of that uh, considered? Oh, gosh. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, pre-pandemic, when we were talking about uh, prices, I can honestly say that prices on an average renovation from three years ago have gone up by probably 30 to 50%. Wow. That's a significant jump. Um, And some of it has to do with uh, labor. Labor rates have gone up. You know, we're in a labor shortage situation. Um, So labor rates are up. Uh, 
probably by at least 30% or more. The second thing is materials. Yes, they went up quite drastically during the pandemic, and they did come down, and a lot of things have come down, but they didn't come down to where they were before. We're still seeing prices on things like tubs and faucets and fixtures and, and even your regular building products that are 25 to 50 and sometimes 100% higher than what they were pre-pandemic only three years ago. So is that it, all adds up to that, you know, 30 to 50% increase. Dan, is there any reason to to, to think that those numbers might come down at all or are they here to stay? Oh, if I'm a betting person, they're here to stay unless we get deflation, which I I, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm, I don't think we're we're looking at going into a, a massive recession anytime soon. Now, I could be wrong, but, uh, you know, from what I'm hearing, it's not what anybody's predicting. Mm-hmm. And I think even if we do go into recession, we're not going to be in a situation where the prices are going to go down. This is the new normal. Even if, it, you know, we're, we, inflation slows to that 2% number, we're still going to see prices still go up at that 2%, you know, amount on average. So I think they're certainly going to continue. You know, one thing that we always talk about, you know, even, um, you know, we talk about existing homeowners doing renovations. But we often talk about people buying resale real estate and doing purchase plus improvements. And people are always sometimes challenged to find a contractor. What tips do you have for consumers that want to hire a contractor? You know, what should they be asking and what should they be looking for when they're looking to hire someone? Oh, when you're looking to hire somebody, I, I kind of have a short list. Number one, you probably want to be dealing with somebody who is incorporated. That's somebody who has a GST number. Um, incorporation has a lot of things that come along with it. Typically, you have insurance, which is liability insurance, mm-hmm. which protects the client. You would have workers' compensation insurance, which also protects the homeowner. If one of my guys, for example, gets injured on a job site for whatever reason, the homeowner doesn't have to worry because I have insurance that covers them for their injury. If you hire somebody who doesn't have WCB insurance or liability insurance, the client or the homeowner can be on the hook, which is a scary thought. And I'm not a fear monger. This is just the facts of where, where life is. So an incorporated company, somebody with WCB, somebody with liability insurance, a safety program is important as well, and do check their references. Mm-hmm. Simple question when you're calling somebody to check out a reference, would you hire them again? If you would, or if they say, yes, I would hire them again, you've probably got a winner. If they pause and say, uh, well, you might not have the right person. I think that's always that's a good That's where one. I go. Yeah, I think that's the yeah. same in so many professions, Dan. I hear it. Uh, we have clients come to us to say, you know what, we were dealing with another lender or another broker or we went to this branch and we don't think that we got good advice. We hear this all so many times. I can tell you for for me, one of the things that I look at is, you know, I look to see if they have a website and I go and see if they have like a Google profile because oftentimes people will go to Google and like put a positive review if they had something that, you know, the best experience ever. But, you know, oftentimes more than not, if they had a bad experience, they're probably going to Google yeah. and and, yeah. and giving and giving a review. Yeah. And you always hear, you know, people having horror stories with contractors, but there's so many good contractors out there that are so reputable. Um, 
but I think it's sometimes hard to distinguish uh, you know, the good ones from the not so good ones, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, Dan, a quick question for you. Uh, when it comes yep. when it comes to uh, people wanting money up front, like sometimes you'll have contractors who will come in and they'll say they'll want a deposit. And and I get that that a deposit serves a purpose. It shows intent on behalf of, mm -hmm. but by the same token, you want to make sure before you start shelling out money to somebody that they're going to be there and they're going to be able to, to deliver what you need them to do. And if they're starting to ask for money, because they're running out of material or things like what are some red flags that people could look for or or what what are some asks that are reasonable from the contractor when it comes to uh, when it comes to money well you know Todd uh, it, it comes it comes up a fair bit about asking for a deposit and some people are a little leery I have never run into a problem because we have a really good reputation but I take a 25% deposit on signing a contract and then I take another 25% on the day I start the job. I have 50%. And then I don't take my other 50% until we're done. Mm -hmm. That's how we work. And it's worked really well for all of our clients. It, it's just, it, it, it is, a, is a good way for us to be able to secure the job and make sure the client is going ahead with it. This other thing, though, is we don't do time and material work very often. Uh, that's when I come in and I work for you and then you pay me. I become your employee mm -hmm. and you buy all the materials and things like that. That's usually a good indication that the contractor isn't really well financed. Got it. They need you to buy the material because they don't have accounts. I have accounts at every major supplier in the city. There's nothing I can't buy or nothing I can't get. And I actually require that I buy all materials for a job so that I have control over the material. If I have to return something or get more product, I've got relationships with all the suppliers. So we don't really run into it when you're dealing with a reputable contractor getting deposits. And you shouldn't very often be buying your own material. Contractors should be able to supply the material for you and give you a lump sum price. That's the way I deal. Mm -hmm. A lot of times people will do time and materials because they don't know how to estimate. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. one of the, they just say, hey, I'll do it. It's X dollars an hour and materials. Well, they don't even know what the job's going to cost. I, I hear that 100%. And just as much as I think sometimes contractors can be challenging, Dan, I'm sure on the flip side of things, clients can be very challenging too. You know, especially around expectation, change orders, things like that. Um, you know, what type of expectation do you set up front with these clients to make sure it's going to be a good relationship on both sides? I'm glad you brought that up. It's a very important point. Um, I am a renovation contractor. Mm -hmm. Notice the whole word contractor. Mm -hmm. I work with a contract. So I have a very detailed estimate that the client will sign off on. That tells them exactly what I'm going to do and the price that I'm going to do to, for it. It's going to have the terms and conditions, how you're going to pay. I'll also have another detailed uh, contract on how inspections will be done, warranty. It's a several-page document that you're going to review sign and we're going to have a very transparent relationship about things like extras um, timelines things like that so that we maintain a relationship 
it often sounds like a bit of a tongue in cheek, but I say, look, I really want to have a relationship with this client when I'm done the job. I'm not just a one and done. I want to have a good relationship. I'm working for the referral. Exactly. The referral and do business in the future. We have 30 seconds, Dan. Uh, Give us a couple quick renovations that you get requests for that you think are really frivolous and are not going to help people love their home and are a waste. There's so many that are good. I'm going to go with the good ones. Okay. Paint. Paint. A fresh coat of paint makes all the difference. If it's broke, fix it. Mm -hmm. It's minor. Windows. Thermal panes can be replaced. If they're steamed up and you're going, oh my goodness, my windows, they're awful. A thermal pane can be replaced in most windows. Washing your house. Like just a pressure wash on the outside of a house can refresh a house. Yeah, New we we better. always say like roofs yeah. and steps and walks. These are the easy things to yeah. do. Yeah, Dan, listen, we're just out of time. Hate to stop you, but uh, no let's ha- let's have you on again. It's been a real treat, my friend. Thanks, Great Dan. stuff. I appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good one. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca. 